0: We're good to be back. Back from Racine. We had a great time last night, man. If you were listening to the uh, the huddle last night, what a night. Fun time. Great crowd loud, uh, down there last night, too. So thanks to everybody that showed up uh, for the Bill Michaels huddle. We had a good time. It's always brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the program and of the network. So uh, thanks to them for being a part of it. Uh, got a lot of good stuff today. Just stuff. Just like this 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 potpourri of sports and talk and crap and stuff uh, today. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the best teams in the NFL. Uh, The Badgers have a hire, which uh, last night, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, sent our own Ben Kenny into a tizzy. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ben. Oh, correct. Correct. I've completely lost my mind.
1: I was watching North Carolina film until like 2 a.m. Yeah. Uh, And uh, you know what's uh, funny,
0: folks? I believe him. <laughs> I believe you <laughs> knowing the fanaticism that you have and uh then we've got uh Paul Chargein coming up today cuz so Charge was not here last week because uh, of COVID he was ill so he is back he's feeling better which is great news and uh, we'll have Paul chargeian with us today so uh, stay tuned for that uh and we're also going to give you our betting picks today uh sure to go wrong good games coming up tonight starting tonight and then all the way through. So we're looking forward to uh, to more football. I uh, it's, it's funny. Last night, Mike and I uh, finished up down at uh, Angry Brothers Pub. Which, by the way, uh, they have Angry Brothers Pub. And Ben, I would assume you've never been there, correct? Correct. Okay. If, if you're familiar with it in Racine, or maybe you're not. Uh, it was always this bowling alley with a bar attached to it. That was Angry Brothers Pub. And what they did was... They said, look, we, we can make money and we can do well with, you know, our, you know, our pub and our bowling alley. But let's concentrate on food service and everything and, and the experience. And so what they did was they hired a chef. They, re, I mean, it's not bar food. They re, and it's, it's still priced like it, but they really upped their game when it came to food. We had steaks last night. Oh, my God. It was better than a lot of steakhouses I've been to. Oh, my God. It was so good. And, and then they put in uh, golf simulators, and they put in a whole back banquet room, and then they put in another bar, and they've got volleyball courts out back, and they opened up garages, and they've got these this huge outdoor patio come summertime. And, yeah, there's still a bowling alley there, 36 lanes, but, oh, my goodness, it's just a whole entertainment center now, whether it's for adults, for kids, for whatever. So it was great. We had a great time down there last evening. So thanks to everybody that came out. We actually had a, a applause last night, which was really cool. Yeah, going to break. Come, yeah, that was kind of neat. That, that that surprised me. Frankly, <laughs> I didn't think they were cheering for you. I, I no, thought there was were. like a stripper pole off to the side. No, that well, there was, but that was Mike. You know, and nobody was applauding that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was a great time. We had a really, really fun time last night. Down at Angry Brothers Pub. And again, thanks to everybody for coming out and showing up last night. Um, so here we go. The 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 NFL this weekend, and, and I, I'm going back into my story, coming out of the show last night, I had a couple of people come up and they said, so what do you do during the bye week? Well, this week, the bye week actually falls at a good time because we have uh, the house party here on Saturday. So I've been kind of gearing up for that. And I think, I don't know what it's up to now. I think it's like with people that have responded and people that are coming and guests and stuff, I I think it's like 70 people now. But we've been gearing up for that. And I got people coming into town beginning tomorrow morning from out of town. So we'll be busy. But on Sunday, uh, really starting tonight, you got the Raiders and the Rams tonight. But on Sunday, I, I just can't wait to do nothing. To wake up and do nothing. And next week, next Sunday, we can wake up and do nothing. Only for the fact that the Packers play on Monday night, so they don't even they don't even come back right away on a Sunday. They come back on Monday night, but I can't wait for some of the games this weekend. Uh, I one of the better games I'm looking forward to. Obviously, the Vikings and the Lions. Uh, there's the Eagles and the Giants. Looking forward to that. It used to be a really uh, a bloodbath uh, whenever the Steelers and the Ravens got together. Uh, now it's not so much. I'm kind of hoping the Steelers get the win in this one, uh, just because. Uh, I think the, one of the intriguing games is is how good Cincinnati is, but Joe Burrow has never beaten Cleveland. Now Cleveland has Deshaun Watson back. You've got the Buccaneers on the road taking on the 49ers, the 49ers with Purdy and not Garoppolo, and can they beat uh, a, an emotional comeback win by the Buccaneers just the other night? So can the uh, 49ers get a win out there at Levi Stadium? Uh, so th- there's a lot of good games intriguing games this week now on by you have the falcons the bears the packers colts um who am i missing saints and commanders saints and commanders so you have all those teams that are on by this week but you got some really good games got some good i can't wait for just sunday to because people will be you know checking out of the hotels people are going to be checking out of the house here and after everybody's done and gone it's just relax time and then there's going to be a ton of leftovers, I'm sure. So I'll have food to, you know, gorge myself with, all the appetizers and stuff. So I'll just be kind of hanging out here at the house. So I'm looking forward to it. Ben. What is your, uh, what do, what is your weekend look like? That's a great question. I I usually
1: don't know until it happens. But Army Navy on Saturday. That's yep. always one of my favorite games of the year. I was year. just going to say some college football. Yeah, I've been to it. It, it is terrific. It's one of the coolest sporting events. Have you really? Have what, you
0: really been to it? Well, that's it's in cool. Philly
1: all the time. Yeah. Um, and it, it is, I, I can't describe how awesome it is to to go to that game. So I always love watching that. Uh, yeah, the the NFL slate on, on Sunday kind of gets me going, but it's, you know, we're, we're starting bowl season. Frankly, I mean, I don't think the work's going to stop with this Wisconsin hire, but I'll I'll go find something uh, substantive to do aside from, yeah. you know, the normal nothing. Are you excited for a week from tomorrow?
0: What's a week from tomorrow? It's the beginning of bowl season. Oh,
1: I mean, yes, I will say. I'm excited for the bowls to start. However, the hometown lenders bowl, the Duluth trading cure bowl. That bowl is actually exciting. Troy is really good.
0: Um, And the wasabi Fenway bowl. Coming up on next, you got a bunch of bowl games next Saturday. Well, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, Cincinnati, Luke Fickle's
1: obviously at Wisconsin, yep. and Louisville. Yep. Jeff Brom is going there. Left Purdue, their head coach left, so it's the it's the backup coaches bowl. And I think yeah. the Louisville OC is going to Cincinnati. I, I don't know. There, yep. There's a lot of yep. back and forth there.
0: Yeah, and nobody in Cincinnati is happy about that. <laughs> they thought Cincinnati was a much better program that would recruit much higher. Uh, caliber of coach, and to get a a to get Louisville's coach, it, people are like upset, and I really haven't looked that deep into it. I am like, oh, okay, you know, ah, oh, Louisville sucks. they are not that good. Cincinnati could kill them, and on and on and on. So uh, I don't know. It's just people have a lot of consternation there, but then you got you know, uh, what uh, number fourteen, Oregon State and Florida uh, next Saturday. You've got uh, anybody else ranked? I don't think so, Boise
1: State, North Texas, that one has some juice. again, okay. I'm probably speaking into a, a void here <laughs> like Marshall, Yukon, Yukon's bowl yeah. eligible come on
0: yeah, you know right, yeah, you don't you get uh you get into a week from then, you get a couple of games at Friday on december twenty third you get uh, you get uh, Christmas Eve, middle Tennessee and San Diego State christmas day you've got nfl because i know we're working and then uh, monday the 26th you got new mexico bowling green and then you start to get into the better games thursday december 27th you got wisconsin and oklahoma state but it starts during the day you got georgia <laughs> southern buffalo memphis utah coastal carolina east carolina and then you round out the evening with wisconsin and oklahoma state bill that's not a good game <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, all of. I'm Oklahoma, just throwing
1: it out there, man. Oklahoma State's whole team is in the portal, and Wisconsin. Yeah. I, I mean, we know where they're at. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it's it's exciting. It's it's an
0: excuse to do nothing every night. But Saturday, December 31st, New Year's Eve, you got number one Georgia, number four Ohio State. That takes place seven o'clock at night. The yeah, uh, the afternoon game is number two, Michigan, and number three, TCU. So, and you also don't forget you got the uh, All State Sugar Bowl and uh, number nine, Kansas State, K State, and Alabama. Uh, but you get that 11 a.m. kickoff on ABC, the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. What, what kind of crap is this? Uh, that's Iowa and Kentucky. Bill, the total is 31 in that game.
1: <laughs> 31 and a half. Like. Army Navy might have a higher total than Iowa Kentucky. Right, you're talking yeah. about two great defenses and just pure offensive ineptitude.
0: It's right. awesome. Yeah. So there you go. That's it. That's uh, that's the 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 bowl weekend getting uh, or the bowl couple of weeks getting you through the uh, the New Year's Eve stuff. Uh, 867 1670. You want to find us, please feel free to do so. 867 1670. Find us on Twitter at bill underscore Michaels at bill underscore Michaels. You can find us a Ben Kenny over on Twitter as well at Ben Z Kenny. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, We're back by the way. The live stream is back and, uh, things are working better. I think actually after all the technical stuff, uh, and the piece of equipment that was dropped, uh Ben, I I don't think it was either of those. Uh, now that I've worked with it over the last 2 days and tried to get this thing back up and running, I think it was the computer. For whatever reason, I think the computer went bad. Don't know why, but I think the laptop went bad because it uh, the system is working on other computers, so yeah, maybe I was wrong the whole time. That's not as um, good a story as a Bears fan in Chicago dropping it. Yeah, I, I know. I I don't uh uh, I, and I don't know why I would have done that, but it did. So anyway, but that being said, uh, but we're back up and running. So if you want to find us on Facebook, go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. YouTube, go over there, subscribe on YouTube and uh, for free. And uh, you can find us, go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michael's show. Same thing over on Twitch TV. If you download the app. You can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always find us on Apple iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google Podcasts anywhere and everywhere whenever you need it. Good, good stuff. So thanks for uh, paying attention to the program, as always. Uh, this is from Melanie, who says, An off day this weekend allows me not to blur my eyes any longer at the pathetic Green Bay Packers. I think I might move on. Uh, bring on a Christmas specials. Melanie, it's a little early to just bag it on the Packers, isn't it? I mean, it's one thing to say, look, I, I believe that maybe they're not going to make it to the postseason, most likely, I get that, but to say I'm bagging it for Christmas specials this early, it's only December 8th, for gosh sakes. You can still enjoy football and maybe a good Frosty the Snowman or a Rudolph shiny New Year. I get it, but, man, I, I don't think I'd bag it all together. But appreciate the email. Thank you very much. Ben, uh, are you excited about this new offensive coordinator uh, of the Badgers? I am. It is,
1: uh, that was the word that I constantly used during our show last night. Zach and I recorded a podcast uh, after the huddle. Actually, it's very exciting because he runs a something that has drawn from the air raid. Obviously, Mike Leach at yep. Miss State and Texas Tech, and now um, uh, Washington State as well. It's that concept with vertical, high-powered downfield passing. So I don't. it's hard to not be excited about that. It's clear that Fickle and the new regime are creating a system that quarterbacks would want to play in, top-tier quarterbacks, and then from that, obviously, you'll get a lot of other good players, in theory, that would want to play with those quarterbacks. So they're setting it up that way. It's very exciting. At, at its peak, I think it could bring Wisconsin to a very successful level that maybe we haven't seen. There are a lot of unknowns with how it's going to work and where the shortcomings could fall, but I—I I mean, I saw the news. I was floored yesterday that they would make yeah. this higher. It's very, very exciting.
0: It's exciting. It is different football than what we're accustomed to uh, in, in Badgerland. It's—you're not going for just a great running back anymore. I mean, you got to fortify this team with a throwing quarterback, downfield receivers. I'm not saying I can't do it, but it it I had a flashback of Gary Anderson last night. Now, not the same, you know, coach obviously. But when he came in and said, "Nope, we're going to change things up. We're going to do it different. We're I had flashbacks of Gary Anderson. Didn't you or did you? Somewhat I think one of my reservations,
1: my first thought is, can they consistently get that talent? Can they bring it in? In order to do so, they need to be big players in the portal, and also they need to expand their recruiting reach, which Gary Anderson tried to do. And when you try to do that, that's when you get away from who you are, and that's when you could struggle. I think the portal could be the evener of all things here, where they could just get really productive players there and not having to recruit from... Pennsylvania or Florida or California. So yes, there are reservations with whether the talent can be there. But I also think he, he seems like a smart guy where uh, Phil Longo, he was at Ole Miss. He's at North Carolina. There were years at UNC, great quarterback play, didn't have the receivers, great running backs, and they had 2000 yard rushers like he has shown the ability to adapt to his personnel. My question is, can the personnel actually walk through that door?
0: Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm like you, I'm, I'm excited because if they're able to pull it off and able to bring in those guys, then I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Uh, if you're, if you're not able to get those guys, then the system you're wanting to run doesn't have the capability of running it. So it's, uh, I'm a little bit, uh. I'm a little bit uh, kind of skeptical, I I guess. It's it's I'm very much arms folded saying, wait and see, show me something before I before I jump all in. But I'm excited about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. But yeah, it was one of those uh when you and I were kind of going back and forth a little bit last night and 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 talking, I thought, oh boy. Um, I hope they're able to get the guys to do it. That's the biggest thing. And and I do not doubt Luke Fickle. The more I hear about him, the more that you know, I, I I talk to friends and I talk to people uh, in Cincinnati. I talk to people in Columbus, and, and you know, I'll get a text or two every now and then. You know, hey, congratulations on the hire. You know, not that you know it has anything to do with me. I didn't do anything, but but you know, being able to cover Luke Fickle in this area, I get a lot of positivity about you know his recruiting, his likability, uh, no nonsense, very much. You know where you stand with him. I mean, there's a lot of qualities there that sometimes may be blunt but uh, very respected. So I, I, I'm, I'm appreciating that. And I've got this optimism now for that 300-mile radius in the area to be able to say – Luke Fickle is going to hardcore draw the three hundred mile map. He's going to take the kids out of Minnesota. He's going to take the kids out of Iowa. He's going to take the kids out of Illinois. He's already got a portal into southeastern Ohio and Ohio in general, into Pennsylvania, into Michigan. So I, I'm the Upper Midwest. I'm I'm hoping he plants his flag and says, "We're not vying for the guys that don't go to Ohio State. We're vying for the guys that want to go but don't want to be one of many. Want to be one of one." And we're bringing those guys here. I, I'm, I'm excited about that. So I'm, I've got a lot of optimism, I guess, is the best way to put it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, uh, give us a shout. We can talk a little bit about that. The best team in the NFL. We Now, we do power rankings. The best team, the most likely thing, like if Ben and I were to sit down today and throw money on this. If you really, really, really had to say who's going to win it all, the NFC, the AFC, and then who's going to win it all, you know, we're in the bye week. We're in self-scout and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to look into that because there's been, you know, some topsy-turviness because of quarterback injuries and such that have gone on. So we're we're going to talk a little bit about that. Also coming up, like I said, we're going to have some fantasy football coming up a little bit later on. As well. And then there's obviously the breaking news of the day, and we can get into that just a little bit too. So stick around. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com for single game tickets, promotional tickets, concerts after the game, or just season tickets from here on out. A lot of great stuff with our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That's MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. Hey, our friends at Stoley 's Hog Alley out there in Walk. I was looking at uh, some of the pictures, and oh, my goodness, is that coming along. They've got their their new flagpole up. They've got grass in. They've got the lot paved. They, they, that place is coming along, and uh, they, they want to have it open by Christmas. So I'm hoping they're able to get it done. I know they wanted to get it done by August and September and October and November and so now it just keeps getting pushed back, but uh, I, they're they're really getting close. It's just the inside finishing work at this point in time. So keep supporting our friends at Stoley's Hog Alley uh, out there in Oconomowoc and Summit. Look for that place to reopen. In the meantime, head up to Watertown and get a, get a good meal there with our friends at Stolle's Old 109. Stolle's Old 109 in Watertown. And uh, tell them we sent you. Uh, the breaking news of the day is, in case you didn't know it, that uh, Brittany Greiner, in a uh, prisoner exchange has been released and will be on our way back to the United States. Uh, the WNBA star is coming home. Um, the, uh, the prisoner exchange, uh, the United States released the notorious Russian arms dealer, Victor Bout, once nicknamed the Merchant of Death, and uh, they let him go. So he is on his way back to Russia, and uh, and Brittany Greiner is on her way back to uh, the states that's been in the sports world, really kind of the breaking news of the day and uh, just you know, politically and all that stuff. I, I leave it there. That's, I'm just transferring the information to you. So, because there's been a, a heavy, heavy reaction to all of this today. So I'm just bringing it out there in case you, uh, in case you did not know. eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 1670 If you want to find us, Go ahead and do so again 867 1670 The best teams in the National Football League the best team in the National Football League is who And you know it's funny because we do the uh we we do the, the you know the power rankings each week and we get into that and you know then you start to look at teams you look at injuries and you look at who is and isn't coming back and where they stand and and records and such, and and I get it, I I, I really do. I, uh, I I started to look at this when Ben, you sent me this, you know, this morning, and uh, I started to look at kind of you know the standings and who has the best shot and legitimacy and everything. And the Buffalo Bills went from the Buffalo Bills went from not even leading their own division and now being the best team with tiebreakers over Kansas City based on the head-to-head win percentage. Uh, they are now the best team in the AFC again, and then you've got uh, in uh, the NFC Philadelphia at eleven and one, Minnesota at ten and two, San Francisco uh, would be ranked number three right now just for the fact uh, be they're eight and four and they're winning their division. Tampa Bay, uh, the fourth at six and six, and then you've got uh, the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth teams right now, and uh, that being uh, Dallas, New York, Seattle, and Washington. So. Uh, basically everybody in the NFC East would get in. You've got Detroit, Atlanta, and, and uh, Green Bay sitting right behind them uh, trying to, you know, wiggle their way into a, a a playoff spot. But, you know, you're hoping that the Seattle Seahawks falter and that either New York or Washington falter and then the Packers continue to win and kind of go from there. Um, however, the best teams in football, if you're going to say – this team is going to represent in, in, the, in, in the Super Bowl. We look at the AFC. You know, it's interesting because Buffalo has shown that, and I thought Buffalo was the team all along, and since they lost to the Jets and the Vikings, they bounced back, they beat Cleveland, they barely beat a Lions team, and then they turned around and put it on a Patriots team. Now they're going to play a tough Jets team. I think and, and and they've got a tougher schedule coming up. They got the Jets, then the Dolphins. they get an easier one against the Bears. They still have to play Cincinnati at Cincinnati, and then they get the Patriots again at home to close out their season. It is not an easy schedule. The Jets are going to give them everything. The Dolphins are going to give them everything. Cincinnati's going to give them everything. And the Patriots who they just beat 24 to 10, Bill Belichick doesn't like to be you know drilled in the division. And that's always a toss-up, especially the second time around against Bill Belichick. But that's always a toss-up. They don't have an easy road to go. And after losing to the Jets and the Vikings, they lost 2017 to the Jets earlier. So that's a big game, a revenge game coming up for them in Buffalo this weekend. So I look at Buffalo, and I pick them at the beginning of the season to say, you know what, I think Buffalo's the real deal. Kansas City's Kansas City. I mean, they just, you know, they lost to Cincinnati again in a rematch of that AFC you know, um, championship game from last year. They lost 27-24 in Cincinnati. Up until that point, they had reeled off five straight wins, beating the 49ers, Titans, Jaguars, Chargers, and Rams. Now, it's not a juggernaut by any stretch, but the 49ers, not a bad win. And they did that in San Francisco, and they did that by just drilling San Francisco 44-23. So they looked really strong in that sense. I still think, you know, as long as Patrick Mahomes is there and he's healthy and the Kansas City Chiefs are, are viable that to me i think more so now than anything that might be the team to beat but after starting off 2 and 3 cincinnati then has gone 6 and 1 they beat the saints and the falcons they for whatever reason they can't beat cleveland and i i threw this statistic out last night joe burrows never beaten the browns they have the browns at paul brown stadium this coming weekend and up until that they've reeled off four straight now they're not beating Uh, The first couple against Carolina and Pittsburgh, uh, you know, Carolina they drilled, Pittsburgh 37-30. Tennessee, they played pretty well on the road in Tennessee. They held on to that game. They were able to slow down Derrick Henry. P. Ryan was able to run the ball extremely well. They've got Jamar Chase back. It was without Jamar Chase. They've got Jamar Chase back now, and they needed every bit of it to beat uh, the Chiefs. But the one thing about Cincinnati is their offensive line is finally starting to come together. If they get past Cleveland, then they go Buccaneers, Patriots, Bills, and they got the Bills at Paul Brown, and the Ravens at home. That Ravens game could be for the top spot in the division. But this is a team that's starting to play a lot better, and they're starting to feel their own swagger there as well. So, you know, and then you've got Baltimore, but Baltimore, you know, right now you've got a lot of questions about Baltimore because, you know, you've got obviously an ailing Lamar Jackson right now. And uh, Lamar has a PCL sprain. He's listed as week to week. And for a running quarterback, that's not good because he's pretty much that offense with his feet. And if he can't run, you know, I mean, I know people like him, but he's not the most accurate passer if he can't run. He can, He's. Don't get me wrong, he's, he's a good quarterback, but when he just has to stand in the pocket and he's not allowed, allowed to get outside and make a lot of moves and make a lot of, you know, defenses kind of account for him, he's not the most accurate passer. So I don't know if I have a belief in in Baltimore, to be quite honest with you. And then Tennessee, Tennessee's good. They're a grinded out, fundamentally strong team. But I, I look at Tennessee and I say, you know what? I still think you're a quarterback away. You got a really staunch defense. You got a good offensive line. Obviously a beast of a running back. I always think to myself, in two minutes, can that team win a game down, say, ten points? I just don't think so. So I don't think I'd put Tennessee there. I'd probably have to go Kansas City. Buffalo, Cincinnati, right now would be my top three over in the America, in the AFC. Ben, do you see it that way, or you, am I? I'm, are you think I'm off base here? I'm with you.
1: I am a skeptic of the Titans. I, I mean, we saw what happened when the Eagles shut down Derrick Henry last weekend, and not every team can do that. But yes, Tannehill's arm probably not going to get you there. I think Cincinnati is getting there, and what Piron has been able to do without mixing both in pass protection as a running back, but also with running and and catching the ball. Very impressive. I don't know if I'm quite there yet with them. Like, they're they're getting there, and Chase is healthy, and they own the Chiefs. They don't lose to the Chiefs. But I don't know if I put them in the same group as the Chiefs and Bills. It feels like a Chiefs-Bills AFC championship, and then that's a Mm -hmm. coin flip.
0: If... And I, I'm with you. I just, I, if I had to say there's a team that I believed in more, I think I believe in Kansas City more. I believe in Kansas City. I believe in in, in Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I just don't know if it, Josh Allen has got to take that next step. You know what I mean? That's what you're looking for is Josh Allen to take that. He played an amazing postseason last year. It was it was, it was crazy how, how great the games were, all except for the Packers, of course. How quarterbacks that needed to show up showed up last year. But I don't know with what I've seen and some of the up and down play and, you know, and it's been well documented. Some of the red zone malfeasance, you know, that that, you know, Josh Allen's committed where it just for inexplicably throwing into traffic, turning the ball over some of those things just it kind of sticks with me. So I, I think Kansas City, then Buffalo, then Cincinnati are my top three over in the AFC. Oh, it's there Brett Farvian in a way. Yeah. Oh, my. He he can make. That's a great description.
1: The most amazing plays you've ever seen. And then the next one, you just scratch your head. It's like,
0: right. What are you doing, man? Right. Yep. No, that's that's a really good description. When we come back, we'll look at the NFC. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michaels show. This portion brought to you by our friends over there at Forgotten Fire Winery. It's that time of year. Seasonal. You're going to be going to parties. You're going to be doing the cakes, the pies, the cookies and stuff. You're going to show up with things. And show up with a great bottle of wine. Show up with a fun bottle of wine. Something that's meant to be drank. Something that, it doesn't matter if you do it in front of a fire and your pinkies out or if you're sticking ice in it or whatever. It's great. From our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. Go to ForgottenFireWinery.com. That's Forgotten Winery. Dot com. See for yourself again, ForgottenFireWinery.com, and uh, ask for it by name. And your liquor stores, your wine stores, your grocery stores, ask for it by name. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you. Good to have you. Phil Michael Show. We continue on. Hey, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. And uh, they've got luxury stays and elite plays going on right now. You can get a, a, a double suite, a king suite. They've got all kinds of good rooms if you're looking for maybe a little holiday getaway. Uh, you can find your game over there at the casino use your firekeeper's club card and oh my god they got a lot of good stuff you can get registered for too and it's that type of se- time of season you know they got you know, some neat events happening so go to paysbig.com to see everything that is paysbig.com again paysbig.com so we went over the AFC our top 3 teams in the AFC Kansas City Buffalo and then Cincinnati in the NFC it's a little more jumbled because records i i believe are a little more deceiving a little more deceiving. Um, at the beginning of the season, I, here's, here's how much things have changed. I picked Buffalo in the beginning of the year in the AFC. I picked the Packers in the NFC. Boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. I said the Packers. I think I said Dallas, Philadelphia, and Tampa Bay. I think is the way it went with like one of the runner-ups possibly being San Francisco. It's not that uh, anymore. Um, I think in the NFC, you you look at Philadelphia and the fact that they have added uh, a, a defensive front to stop the run, which was their Achilles heel. I, I'd have to go with Philadelphia. I mean, obviously for what they've done this season, they only have one blemish. That's the commanders and kind of a, Kind of a weird game. It was almost like the pressure was mounting for the undefeated season, and then you get the loss and you get it out of the way. Uh they came back right after that, barely hung on against a Colts team that was starting to feel themselves after their first win with Jeff Saturday. Uh they go into back into Indianapolis and barely beat the Colts, but then they 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 beat up on the Packers. They this past week beat the beat the Titans and held Derrick Henry to only what is it, thirty yards? Correct me if I'm wrong, Ben. Thirty rushing yards? 11 carries, 30 uh, yards. 11 yep. carries, 30 yards, yeah. I mean, it was it was nil. Uh, so you got some games that are of ilk here. Uh, and if you look at the remainder of the season, two against the Giants. The Giants this weekend, then the Bears. Now, the next three games for the Eagles, tough ones because they're all on the road. They go to uh, New York in the Meadowlands and take on the Giants, to Chicago to take on the Bears, to Dallas to take on the Cowboys before they finally come back home and get the Saints and the Giants to round out their season. Uh, they should they should beat the Giants. I think the Giants are a paper champion. They should beat the Bears. The Cowboys game, pretty much to me, is for supremacy in the NFC. And I don't have a lot of belief in Dak Prescott. I do have a lot of belief in Jalen Hurts. Uh, then the Saints they should beat the Saints, and then they get the Giants at home. And who knows if that game is even going to matter when it comes to um, when it comes to home field advantage and such. But I really like what. Philadelphia has. I like the way that they've kind of rounded out their game now with, uh, you know, paying attention to stopping the run. Barring an injury, Philadelphia is the team that I think y- you have to look at to be the top spot in the NFC. Um, I know with a 10-2 record, you cannot dismiss Minnesota. The problem I have with Minnesota is, one, defensively speaking, they don't rank very high. They're in the bottom third with points given up per game. And remember, Kirk Cousins, he only has one postseason win. One. He has folded a lot in the postseason. He hasn't gotten over that hump to even get them close to what they were some years back. So I don't have belief in in, uh, in in Minnesota. And I know that there's a lot of Minnesotans that listen to this program over in La Crosse. They listen to us over in Eau Claire. They listen to us up in Marshfield, Wausau, Stevens Point, up in those. I, I get it. I know I'm pissing them off. It doesn't matter. They ha- you haven't won anything. And I don't think you're going to. Um, so I can't put you as the second best team. San Francisco, I can't either. I haven't seen enough of Purdy. That defense may get you there. But you're maybe Purdy becomes the diamond in the rough. Maybe he's the guy that just has nothing to lose. Mr. Irrelevant, I'm going to go let it all hang out, and here we go. And as long as he doesn't make mistakes, they can win some games. I don't have a ton of belief in San Francisco. I don't have any belief in Tampa Bay. I think they're an average team at best, and their record reflects that. Dallas, if I'm going to have to pick a second-best team in the NFC, I'm going to go with Dallas. Here's the reason why, because I think their defense is good enough. Obviously, they have the, the two-headed monster in Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott to be able to run the football. Dak Prescott and the weapons he has around him, it, they are good. I still think they're going to end up with OBJ before it's all said and done, but they're not going to pay what OBJ wants, and I think that's what it's coming down to. If he says, hey, look, pay me a couple million bucks, I'll come and play for you in the end of the season, every team out there is going to be offering him you know, contracts. The problem is he wants a good chunk of change for this year and next year, and in addition to that, he wants it guaranteed for now. And there's not many teams with a guy that doesn't look like he's 100% healthy yet to come back and do that. So uh, I still think Dallas is probably the second-best team in the NFC. The third-best team in the NFC. One and two are pretty easy. Do I think, I, I think San Francisco's got a far better defense than Minnesota. Minnesota's got a really good offense with Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Uh, Now that they've traded for Hawkinson, they've got a really good tight end that can catch passes. Their offensive line is better. They're not great. But Kirk Cousins can be Kirk Cousins that could put up MVP numbers, or he can be Kirk Cousins that doesn't win Jack in the postseason. You probably by default, by record, have to go with Minnesota. But I'm going to say my third best team, depending on what Purdy does, is going to be San Francisco. Fourth would be then Minnesota. Ben, do you agree or disagree?
1: I agree. I I agree with where you're at with the Vikings. I just, yes, they've won games, but when we look at long-term sustainability, are they able to pull out those fluky wins in Buffalo where the quarterback fumbles in the goal line? Or a a fluky win against the Jets where, yeah, like they're good, but all their wins are coming at the same weird circumstances. Um, But I, I really think the Eagles have separated themselves from the rest. They're the most complete, they have the quarterback playing the best football of maybe anyone in the NFL next to Mahomes. Uh, definitely anyone in the NFC. The defense is legit. If they get home field, that's a massive part of it. Like, yeah, Niners are really good, but can Brock Purdy win a road playoff game? Can Dak right. do it? That's a big part of that as well. So that's where I'm at.
0: I look at San Francisco, the number one defense pretty much across the board in the league only giving up 15.8 points per game. Now, granted, the the quarterback has something to do with that because they have to hang on to the football. They're only giving up 283 yards per game. I I look at them as being a better team. Dallas, they're giving up 17.2 points per game. They're giving up just over 300 yards per game. But then you start to look and you're like, okay, where does Minnesota rank in all of this? When you look at all these teams we're talking about, you got San Francisco, you got Dallas, you got Buffalo, Tampa Bay, New York, the Jets, the Patriots, the Eagles, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Washington, Tennessee, the Giants, Cincinnati, those are all teams. That's pretty much the order they go when it comes to defenses giving up points per game. Where do you find the Minnesota Vikings? They're 20th, 23.3 points per game. That's what they're giving up, 23.3 points per game. Minnesota's defense is second to last in yards per game. 3 almost 400 yards a game they're giving up. I can't I can't pick them. I just can't. San Francisco's number 1, Philadelphia's number 2, you got the Jets, the Cowboys, the Commanders, the Patriots, yeah, I go through that list. Oddly enough, you got Denver and Indianapolis in the top 10 when it comes up uh, to defense yard per game, but then there's Buffalo, New Orleans, Cincinnati, Baltimore. I mean, you go through that list. Hell, the the total yards per game, defensively speaking, the Packers are raked 18th. Minnesota, for the bolstering of their defense and everything that they they, they claim to have, they're, they're giving up a bunch of points and the second worst yards per game, just ahead of the Lions. The Lions give up over 400 yards a game. I can't pick Minnesota. So for those that say, oh, you're crazy, what are you talking about? You don't have Kirk Cousins having a good track record of winning games in the uh, in the postseason and you also give up far too many yards far too many yards and far too many points uh, let's do this we're going to step away take a quick break this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at cunis rv wisconsin's fastest growing rv dealer many different makes and models whether it's a, a, a motorhome, a camper van a travel trailer whatever it happens to be they've got it stick with cunis get it go to cunis k-u-n-e-s dot rv.com that is dot com.
2: Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers say they plan to have Romeo Dobbs back for their next game. The rookie receiver has been inactive for over a month and was asked if he's looking forward to getting back on the field with Christian Watson.
0: Yes, I am. But, again, we'll we'll see what happens. I feel great being out there. I know Christian feels just the same. Get us going.
2: Dobbs suffered a high ankle sprain November 6th against Detroit after getting hit by two Lions defenders. He came close to playing against the Bears in Chicago this past Sunday. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur.
1: We worked him out in pregame. We were hopeful that he was going to be able to play a limited role. Uh, that wasn't the case. You know, he's diligent about his rehab and just the process that you got to go through to get back, and I know he's, he's definitely eager to be back out on the field, and yeah, i definitely excited to hopefully get him back in the fold. Next game.
2: Now, the Packers' next game is against the Rams on Monday Night Football, December 19th. The Rams are hosting the Raiders tonight on Thursday Night Football, but they'll be without Aaron Donald out with an ankle injury. Former Wisconsin Badger David Edwards is being shut down at left guard after a series of concussions. And with Matthew Stafford out with a spinal cord contusion, the Rams signed quarterback Baker Mayfield after he was waived by the Panthers Tuesday. Sean McVay on why they signed Mayfield.
1: I think it's just, you know, the love of the game Competitor, um, All the things that he brings, you know, from the traits and characteristics of a quarterback. You know, he's a natural thrower, like I said, ability to be able to throw in the pocket and out of the pocket. There's a lot of things, whether it be in Cleveland or even in Carolina, that he's been asked to do that are very similar concept carryover to what we've been able to do and, and some of the things that we have as foundational parts of our offense. So that makes it a little bit easier. Um, it's kind of all of those things and, and certainly not exclusive to one of them. That's
2: Rams head coach Sean McVay. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clancy. Lemons on the Bill michaels show
0: Our friends over at Quick Trip they let you know that uh, well you got the uh, the 25 days of yeah. Quickness going on right now. They're giving away all kinds of stuff over at Quick Trip. Really really good stuff. So check out Quickness. Quickness going on. I was filled up uh, yesterday down in Racine as a matter of fact and the Quickness pops up on the uh, on the uh, Pump screen, uh, the GSTV, gas station TV. So check out the uh, 25 Days of quickness at Quick Trip. Also, don't forget uh, the opening drive contest as well. Type in that Quick Rewards card. You're automatically registered. Could win some additional cash there as well. Good stuff from our friends over at Quick Trip. And if you're out running around, by the way, just a wink, wink, nod, nod, they have some eggnog. If you're doing the holiday thing, they have eggnog. Some of them even carry some liquor where you can buy the rum to go with it. Not a bad way to go with our friends over at Quick Trip. Coming up in the next hour, uh, the top of the next hour, we'll talk a little bit more about all of this as, um, you know, with the AFC and the NFC, and we'll get some of your reaction to uh, our picks for the top three teams in each. Uh, but <laughs> when you enter the transfer portal, usually it's thank you. I appreciate my time here. It's not a giant middle finger people in the organization, in one particular (laughs) player's case, a very good, it's a picture of him, it's very professionally done, but there's a sentence in there where it's like, hey, F you, (laughs) so, (laughs) you're going to want to hear it when we come back, stay tuned, got a lot more of the Bill Michaels show, it's coming up and it's coming up right after this.